Hey, I'm Shaniqua. And I'm Andrea. And you're listening to So, so With This Ring. So before we actually begin, I know that you're seeing a new face to the left of me. And let me go ahead and introduce my cousin, Tanisha. Woo! Look how hype she is. So um, today, this is episode eight. What is episode eight? So, so what's your dating style? Somebody was, wasn't ready, so I got her. I got you. So what's your dating style? So there's variations of dating. As we yes. talked about before about you know dating and actually dating someone, but mm. now when you actually look at the term dating, there's so many avenues that you can take towards dating and how you're actually dating. And I, yeah, and I think we were discussing this earlier. T, you brought up some good points in dating mm-hmm. that there's like three points in it like three characteristics right. subtitles i want to say yes. and i think you know i think we could do it like that yeah then what you would tell us okay so <laughs> thank you guys for having me on your lovely pod I'm, <laughs> I'm glad that i could share any insight and stuff that um we have going on so first things first when we think about dating dating is not just a one-size-fits-all kind of process and i think that sometimes a lot of people don't really understand what dating can be for them, mm-hmm. right? And this is how a lot of people end up in situations that are not good fits for them, just yeah. because they don't date in a way that is conducive for them, exactly, yes. right? So there's like three different dating styles that we have, right? So one of the main styles that people talk about the most recently is casual dating or fun dating, right? Mm-hmm. And the good thing about casual dating is that a lot of times, we have all these expectations in our heads, but when we do casual dating, this allows you to be open to receive different kind of energies oh, nice. and not force things mm-hmm. and not pressure yourself to make sure something works. Right. Yeah. The key thing in casual dating is just being open, but the key thing here is to find somebody that is very transparent. Exactly. Mm, yes. That's like a huge issue that a lot of people are trying to understand within themselves. It's like they get into something with somebody and then they don't ask the right questions. Right. Yeah. So communication is important for that. And I think that is the key part. We always talk about that communication is key, especially, you know, in dating and looking for what you potentially want to look mm-hmm. for, you know, in dating. So I definitely agree with you on that topic. Right. Because that wouldn't alleviate any problems from actually happening if you just like to know what it is up front. Like when you're first getting involved with someone, whether it's a situationship, casual dating and everything mm-hmm. that you just mentioned, if you just let them know, like, okay, this is what I'm at. This is where I'm at right now in my life and what I'm looking to do. Either you're on board or you're not on board. Yeah. You know, and it's not a matter of you being rude or disrespectful. It's a matter of, you know, being 100 and saying, this is what I'm looking for right now. Can you provide that? Are you cool with that? But then you have people that really, they'll do that and agree with you and then turn out they really not into that. So how do we how do we decipher or, you know, we have to go through the motions with that person to realize that they wasn't really, I guess, on the same wave as them. Right, because it sounds good in the very beginning. And yeah. And after a while, things change. That's the thing. We... We are not responsible for somebody else changing. Mm-hmm. Now, the only thing that we're responsible for is what we say, what we're letting that yes. person know. So yeah, we're letting I- them know, hey, this is just a casual dating. I'm just trying to test the waters out there to understand, like, you know, what I really want from my partner. 
Yeah. And so this is not anything serious. So you can still do you. I'm still going to do me. And people are part of it like, all right, cool, that's no problem. Mm-hmm. But then that can change. And that can be on a matter of the fact that you have your feelings to the person that, that you know, had mentioned that that's the case. Or maybe they're just like, no, I'm not with it. Like, I'm too old to be exactly. doing stuff like this. Like, I want to find somebody who wants to be, like, you know, settle down and stuff like that. So it can be a variation of different things. You know what's so funny? When I was thinking, I was watching Late at Night Girlfriends. I always... Oh. That's just, and it was the beginning, beginning. And I always think about Joan with her dating and all the rules oh that she had, gosh. like with all the rules of, oh no, my three month rule, you know, of um, celibacy or the three month rule of this or that. And it's like, wow. <laughs> we tend to have a lot of rules, you know, or deal breakers for what it is, you know, in the dating world. But like I say, I mean, for me, I always talk about my experience dating because I'm like, now in the 21st century but dating then i was like listen this is what i'm looking for yeah. this is what i want if you can't you know meet that standard I, we could just be friends because i don't want to waste my time yeah. per se or energy into something dating somebody and then potentially i could be dating somebody that actually is on my level exactly. if you get what i'm saying yeah, yeah. so i think that's the part where it's like the casual just for fun i guess you know if you had got out of what we talked about Shaniqua, yeah. when we talk about relationship yeah. stories in the beginning episode that you just date casually just for fun right you know yeah. and entertainment purposes but what about those that like you know you're trying to date for something serious how would that go about yeah. for you i think this is the problem a lot of people are expecting you meet somebody and you meet them casually like you're supposed to be casual right mm-hmm. you're not supposed to have all these expectations or standards right. and then also one thing that you have to know is trust is key and pivotal mm-hmm. in building that earlier on and then you have to have honesty to have trust and you can't expect everybody to be honest right yeah. it sounds like weird or mean to say that but that's just the truth sometimes you have to take context clues about what's going on in my scenario yes. i met this gentleman is he consistent? Is he not consistent? What? Why is he not being consistent? Mm-hmm. And when you learn more about this person, you'll see, okay, maybe this person has scheduling conflict and that's realistic because they work a job that has high demands or they sure. have children. Um, and then sometimes when you read more into it, sometimes people are making time for what they want to. Maybe they're not. Yes, yes. Right? And then they don't see anything. So that's the thing. Like you have to take context clues of when you're in this dating, especially when it's casual. Right. And just know that that's a starting point. It doesn't mean that you're gonna be in a relationship just because you're casually dating yeah. right. multiple no. people. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's like one of the biggest issues here, which is why you have to think about that mm-hmm. or whether you're doing experimental dating, right? Ooh. Oh, that's the next one, right? Yep. So experimental dating is more about doing things that are outside your comfort zone and doing things that you normally wouldn't do. For okay. example, you would try to date somebody long distance who have never had any history of doing uh-huh. any yes, long distance yes. dating. Um, whether you're dating a gentleman in the entertainment business and you're a nine to fiver, even though that's not such a huge difference, it is a difference in terms of lifestyle habits. And if you only date people who work nine to five, y'all have like very simple structures mm-hmm. and lifestyles. So then when you're doing something like experimental dating, you're kind of figuring out and te- A, you're testing what your standards and criteria are. B, you're learning more about what do I really want? Is it just the stuff that I've said before? And it's a way to test yourself. Yes. Right. See if this really matches you. And over the course of time of being single, 
you could be single at one point in your early 20s and then being single in your late 20s mm. or in your early 30s. And it's a difference too. And it's a huge difference, difference because what you're looking for may be different. In your early 20s, you might be like, it's okay if I meet somebody and they're still working on themselves and you're more open and receptive to that. But when you're in your late 20s, early 30s, they're going to be different criteria of stuff that you want and what you thought you would be okay with. Mm. Yeah, because your needs and your wants is going to change over time, especially what you're dealing with at that particular time frame. You're looking for certain things. And if they don't hit that particular list or whatever that you have at that particular time frame, then you're just like, okay, this is probably not going to work for that. So when yeah. you're wanting, like when in your early 20s, it's not going to be the same thing of what you're needing now and like you're coming to your early 30s. It will change the fluctuate. So, yeah, so when I'm always going to bring reference to shows. <laughs> because you're saying non traditional dating, like, you know, dating outside the experiments. So now it brings up the topics of people that, you know, date inmates. Oh. Uh, that date inmates. And it was funny. Yes, I watch reality TV shows. Fun fact about me. But I was watching the show, I think it's Love After Lockup or Love Before Lockup and all this stuff. And this one girl that really, like, it blew my mind, she explained why she'd rather date an inmate than dating somebody in the outside world because of all the hurt and pain that she's been through, that she feels like it's a control setting for her because she's able to control their people, which is interesting because it's like you're not able, you know, they're not able to get out or whenever they're getting out and you can do whatever you want to do while you're outside and they're not in the free world. But they call it, but then somebody else will say, oh, it's different. I'm like, uh-uh. I don't know what's different about dating an inmate. That, that sounds very controlling, number one. Mm-hmm. And selfish. And, yeah. And dating is not a matter of being selfish. It's a matter of, like, everyone bringing something to the table and working yeah. on each other. So in that context, yes. But I'm just saying, but it's deeper. But it's deeper because you know why I'm bringing it out there? Because we're talking about the traditional style of dating. Experimental, when people do long distance, that's another reason. Some people do the long distance because they know they're not obligated, you know, honestly, to be in that commitment long term with the person. They can, but they still kind of like free in their way of doing what they want to do. They'll they'll meet up. Exactly. Or, and then, you know, you'll end it like, oh, you know what? The distance is too much for me. It's not Mm -hmm. working out. But then, in that, that can sometimes bite them in the ass, by the way. Exactly. That person who's long distance is friend is, okay, well, how about I decide to move closer to you so we can continue this relationship at that point? True. But then, but then that's, but then that's kind of, I actually like things like that because how you're really going to know if it's going to work if, y'all not together like I get it I have heard success stories of long distance relationship but I always say that you're gonna like you have to learn the person like in the physical form it's like in marriage like I will never forget when I got married to my husband we were dating and everything but when we literally like got married and then we're living together that was a whole different challenge in itself yeah so that's what I'm saying so you have to like learn that person you may know the person from you know afar or on that level but now you gotta like, if it makes sense, get to know them even All more. And you learn them every single day once you actually move. Exactly. And even if you're not moving um, in together, mm-hmm. but if you are in the same vicinity, you guys are living in the same state, like maybe a couple of minutes away from each other, you're still learning something new about the person yeah. each and every day. And then, yeah. and then that makes the determination if that is someone that you can see yourself being with for yeah. long term, or okay, I gotta cut it from here because yep. that what you just did, I'm not a fan of. But then also, like when you was bringing up like experimental dating, I thought about speed dating. Yeah. Yeah. Speed. I never did speed dating, no. but I, I, I can tell you. This is interesting. Oh, she used a lot. The word. <laughs> she used listen, the word of the day. The word of the day is interesting. And, and I'm telling you, we have that contest going on. If you can count how many times you 
interesting. But it wasn't me to talk. My cousin over here saying interesting is starting to trickle and fester each other on top of each other. Well, anyway, bring it back. Let's bring it back. My speed date. So you went speed date. Yes, so, all right, so this was through one of my close friends, so she is a part of a sorority, and so her sorority had organized some sort of speed dating, right? Mm -hmm. And she told me about it, and I said, you know what, maybe I'll try it, because I trust her, and I trust the organization that she is under, so I was like, let me see how this goes. So we did it, um, and there were like, Male, so it was a fraternity. Okay. And then it oh, was nice. All right. Okay. And um, I have no affiliation to either, but it was <laughs> for people who were friends of the people who are part of the organization. Okay. It was such a good experience nice. because everybody, honestly, I thought it, I had no clue what it was going to be like. Everybody was primarily black and brown who was a part of it. Everybody was well educated. Everybody was respectful. There was nobody who was disrespectful in there. Mm-hmm. And everybody was really open and kind of straightforward. Like I'm this age range. I have this going on in my life. And then very easily, sometimes you can figure stuff out, right? The only challenge with speed dating is I sometimes I wish you would have a little bit more What's, than just five minutes. Yeah, that's the because catch. Because it's so short. And sometimes you're getting into like a good the conversation. conversation. Yeah. Trying to figure, feel out like whether there's really chemistry there or it's just like, we're cool and we can but it's like selling yourself friends. but it's yeah. actually like selling yourself i think about it like when you're going to a job an interview or you know audition you got like five minutes to sell yourself like this yeah. is why i want you to like you know like this etc to make you want to be like hey yes. let me want to you know talk to this person a little bit more yeah and that's what i'm saying is that really getting to know the person or is that getting to know all of the qualities so that way you can more them in so, sure. But it's also like first date. I think yeah, first date, true. a first yeah. date could make or break because sometimes the first date could go really bad mm-hmm. and sometimes it go really good. And I will never forget when I had a really bad first date. Like I was ready to go. <laughs> like there was nothing, cause I'm a talker. Any, and as y'all all know, I'm a talker, I love to talk. If I don't talk, that means I'm upset. So if I'm not talking, I'm quiet, everybody knows I'm upset. It's right. like something's wrong. Yeah. So my thing is, if we can't even hold a conversation within the first 10 minutes, there's a problem. That's just me personally. Either we're not going to be able, maybe there's something wrong or, you know, whatever. And then nowadays we're all into being in our phones. So, you know, it's more of like practicing not being on your phone, like having that conversation, conversation. conversation, Yeah. But also you have to have conversation around people's interests. I learned that as well. Like just saying, even when me and my husband go on dates, because you're still supposed to be, you know, dating when you're married, going on dates, I have to make sure I pay attention to the things that interest him. Because I'll talk about the 50,000 things that interest me and they'll be like, whatever. But when I really like just stop and listen to what he wants to talk about, you know, it's just like, that's how the conversations end up flowing sometimes. And it happens because some people are just quiet. Yeah. There are people that are just quiet and be like, listen, By I don't nature. talk like that. By nature. And I have to, you know, you'll think something's wrong and it's not. But there are some that just, you're boring. So if you're boring <laughs> and, you know, we we do not kick it, thank you. We can be friends in a social setting. But, you know, 
You hear that? Romantic chemistry is two different things. Yes. Right? So we have to stop, and this is especially very common around the women, especially who are in late 20s, early 30s, because we're trying to figure out something. Because some people have this time clock in our head. Like, yes. We have to be. Come on now with the time clock. I'm like, are we going to work? Are we not? No. My style of dating is not forcing anything. All right. I don't want to force anything, and just because I I can be friends with this person doesn't mean I can date them. Mm. And I've been in that situation a few times where I'm even cool with the person after the fact because it wasn't necessary that the person was mean, evil, toxic, nothing like that. It's just our lifestyles are different. Who we are in terms of what we want in romantic life, we would probably wouldn't be able to meet each other's needs yeah. in that sense. And that's also okay to say that, but you also have to be transparent. Right. Mm-hmm. To even be receptive to that situation, Ooh. right? Not control it by lying or withholding stuff. Uh oh. Yeah, but you are you are able to find out whether or not if you mesh well as that person on a romantic level, or if they're just there for friends, yeah. like what you just said. Yeah. Sometimes you have a better chemistry with a person of them just being your your homegirl, your homeboy, or something yes. like that, and that's it. Just simply platonic. But I think it's the good point of what you said. We women, we have this time frame of doing things. And I remember I had one of those time frames. And I remember once you let things go and let it flow, it actually works out better. So having, it's okay. We talked about this before. Having standards are okay. But having the standards to the point that it's hindering you to actually find love or to enjoy life as what it is then that's the big thing that you really have to think about. Because, yeah, that's what people think about. Oh, they have a great job. Oh, they have the car, the this. They're perfect. Mm-hmm. What was that movie? I know, because we have a reference to everything. Which one? Um, you know the movie that was with um, Siraji, um, and she was playing, like, this um, multi-million dollar businesswoman, and she was, like, talking about, like, she had this list of standards and stuff like that. Think like, think like a man? Was it Think Like a Man? Yes, it was Think I Like a Man. It was think, and, then, and then she ended up dating the, um, the, was like the chef and wasn't them. making money. Yes, yes. yes. Because she was a big time, like, ad executive or something like that. Yeah, and the thing is, like, we we tend to have those high standards on the basis of what we know we bring to the table. So we want somebody to be able to match that. Not thinking, honestly, sometimes the best relationships is your opposite. The person that doesn't get, like, not giving you the same thing that you're giving. Like, whatever it is that you fall short, and they're able to pick up that part, Mm -hmm. then they end up being, like, the best person. Yeah, because I think I saw something, and it's funny, just in dating, but it's talking about relationships in general, where they were talking about, you need to um about women like you know how they say if you want a man to pay everything mm-hmm. you, i think it was recent you know social media yeah. phone like if you want a man to pay everything then you're in the wrong something it was just weird i was like you know what i totally understand like sometimes we do have our standards a you little know. a little twist and that's kind of crazy to think about it. like okay yes that's for, for you know for men yes yes Everything or, or, yeah. pay or, 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 or pay all the bills or pay all the bills. No, we're working women, we're independent. We should be able to pay bills too. But mm-hmm. it's good to know that you have a significant other Indian that they yeah. don't have it. Yeah. Then he will be able to have it for you. But that whole mindset of like, oh, he has to pay for everything. If he can't pay for anything, then I can't be with him. Then guess what? I guess you can be alone. alone. Or you gonna be the sugar daddy. The way that okay, I girl. We said it alone. Sugar daddies, they be asking for sugar. Daddy. Hey, look, you, they, you, oh, ooh. <laughs> 
So yeah, there's no free sugar there's daddy. No free sugar <laughs> we like grant. I'm not. Listen, there ain't no free sugar daddy. That's all. No, no there's not. You might get lucky, something. girl, for like a little bit. Well, not for that long. That's the trial period. That's that trial period. That seven day trial period before they seven days like Netflix. Yes. Before they start charging your card. That's exactly what. Oh my goodness. Be like some people that be like they have to be most women, but no, you know, they wouldn't do celibacy. But you better put that out in the beginning. Don't yes. be trying to reel the person in uh-huh. and then oops, uh-huh. and then tell them afterwards. Mm-hmm. But so see, they, this is why when we get to the third point, uh-huh. we're dating with intention. Uh oh, we gotta do self reflection, ladies, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, we gotta look at ourselves and what we're yes. saying and what we're putting out there because that's very important. Because when you're thinking about it, somebody's meeting you and they're just seeing what you're displaying to them. Mm-hmm. Right. They don't see anything outside of that. They're not a mind reader. They don't know that maybe you're stressed out about work or stressed out about family life or something. So you have to think about what am I putting out there? What inner child traumas I got to deal with so I can yes. get to that yes. point where I date with intention. That's a whole separate topic altogether. Yes. But this is just something I want to flag for people who really want to date with intention. Mm-hmm. Do the inner work. Yes. Come you on will now. have such a happier dating life. Come I on. did that. And let me tell you something. I, I had to go through it with myself, but it was so much better in terms of the quality of people I was attracting, dating, etc. It made a world of a difference. So before you start dating with intention, do the inner work first, right? You have to. So that way you're not bringing that baggage in. That's what I, what I was mentioning before. Mm-hmm. You can't bring previous baggage in, anything that you were dealing with internally, anything that you were dealing with with a previous relationship. You yes. can't bring that into a new relationship and expect that to be, like, it's going to be great. You got to be skipping through yeah. the forest full of flowers. Everything is going to be fine. That's not going to be the case. It's going to ruin at some point. You have to actually take accountability mm-hmm. for the things that you need to work on and work on it and let the other person know, like, listen, this is what I have going on. I am actually working on it. But if you can, you know, be by my side and rock mm-hmm. it out while I'm taking care of this and like you pushing me and we helping each other build, then we have no problem. We can yeah, have exactly. like something that's going to be, you know, um, have that longevity, have that success rate in the yeah. relationship. And accountability is the key. So, yes. you know, doing the work for yourself is important. It's like in all, and that's the thing that we forget. That's why I was like, when you said, I was like, yes, yes. It is doing the work because if you don't do the work for yourself, you're not going to be happy and be successful in a relationship. Honestly speaking, you have all these women, we have all these standards and men too, but I'm talking about my perspective. If you don't do the work, because I had to do the own work for myself as somebody that's married, I had to take a step back and be like, wait, 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 something's going on. Right. And once I did all that, I'm fine. Right. I'm and fine. You start constantly seeing yourself in a position where you're like, I don't know why this relationship yeah. is not working. Every person I've been with, I've been with five, ten, fifteen people. Uh oh. It's not working then. Then you may need to, to take, take a, a look, look at your the, hello at yourself. And see, okay, what is it that I am doing wrong? Or what is yep. it that, you know, is maybe not, you know, the other person is not really feeling too much. Mm-hmm. And it's okay if you wanted to reach out as long as you have like, you know, good rapport, like how you're saying, sometimes you still build your rapport after the relationship. Yes. Because, you know, now you have a friendship. It's nothing to even ask them like, hey, when we were together, 
Because I think nobody has those conversations when they do break up. Yes. It's just be like, you know what? It's me, not you. But it should really be like, listen, if this is not working out, let me know what it is. Right. So, that, I mean, later on, if that, because of course you're going to be upset in a moment, but let me know what it is so I can improve on myself because I'm actually trying to work on myself. Exactly. But you can tell me. Now, granted, they might tell you 50,000 things that have nothing to do with anything. And that's fine. But still, if there's something that you could be like, uh huh, maybe that, you know, What's stuff that could work on. Yeah. And that's the actual thing of closure, not necessarily knowing. Like, okay, why, you know, why can't we get together? No, what is it that made us fall apart? Mm -hmm. You know, it was there something that I could have did better or where I was lacking or whatever. Yeah. So that way I can be my best person, mm -hmm. be my best um, self for the next relationship. Yeah. I get into. And I think that's like the story I was talking about the last time where right. I was like, I got dumped mm -hmm. um, for no reason. And that's the key thing. Like, you get dumped for no reason, and there's no like closure, no trying to find out what happened, no like, so it left you. For me, it left me wondering, like, what did I do wrong? It's, but then I have faded the blame on you. Exactly. And it's like, okay, if it's the blame, is okay, but what is the reason? Mm -hmm. Like, Cardi B, what is the reason? What is the reason? What why? is the reason? What is the reason? Why am I putting the blame on me? For what reason? If I don't know, then the best thing to do is ask. And then 9 out of 10, it's not even really you. Right. Like, if you know it's not you, and you know that you put your all into everything, and you invest your time and your energy, and you know you left how you left that relationship, okay, you know, fine, then it's doesn't have the issue. It's really not. Mm -hmm. And then that also goes back into the last episode when we were talking about love languages. Oh, like, yes, we yes. Providing them with the, the love, love language that they needed. We were only focusing on the love languages that we True. were looking for. And so on the basis of what we're looking for, that's what we're pushing on to them. But do they really need that? Are they looking for the quality signs? They probably don't need it as much as people. Do they, were they looking for the words of affirmation? No, they probably don't need <laughs> that. They probably just want yeah. it. Yeah. Maybe they just, you know yeah. what I mean? Maybe the acts of service exactly. is what they're looking for. So just having an understanding of you as her mm -hmm. what you need, washing out whatever it is that was dirty, yeah. because, you know what I mean? And then making sure that you understand your partner and you're true. Being, you know, giving them the true transparency that they're looking yeah. for. And vice versa. So I don't want to put it on, on just us females. Yeah. This is what we need yeah. to do. Yeah. This is everybody. Yeah. I think the problem is that we, we talk about it so much with women, but we don't necessarily have these discussions with our homeboys. Right. Mm, when they're mentioning yep. to us about whatever's going on, it's like, wait a minute, sir. You'd be like, what did you do? What did you do? What was your part in it? Because, and there's always two sides to the story. story. Yep. So that's the reason why sometimes we also, whether you're a sister, mm -hmm. whether you're an auntie that's listening to this, yeah. um, any anybody who interacts with males on a friendship level, sometimes yeah. we, we need to also be honest with them about what True. their patterns are. Because if they're dating with intention in the same way that a lot of women are, and they keep having reoccurring issues, sometimes mm -hmm. it's the self-reflection that you need to do. Yeah. But in order to do dating with intention, you also have to know, where am I looking for that? Like, mm. am I going to a bar where I'm drunk and that person's drunk? Ooh, then that's not the, that's then not the, that's not the right setting. Really? Yeah. A one that, night stand? Yes. You have to be honest with yourself too, because sometimes people mistake casual dating with hookups and yes. mistake experimental dating with I'm just going to do everything in my power to avoid taking accountability. Yes. And then now when we're talking about dating with intention, there is still that whole consensus where I can go out anywhere and meet somebody. No. Do not do that. No. Baby girl, I can say <laughs> Okay. Don't you dare. Don't you dare do See, that. Don't do it. No. Don't. Don't do that it. That should be the main sense of whenever you're going out, like, oh, I'm gonna go to brunch. Okay, let me look good because there may be some, you know, gentlemen that no, that's not the purpose. You're going to brunch. <laughs> you're 
you know, or you went to the library. I've okay. seen it all too many times. How you going to the library dressed to the nines? Yes. Because I've seen that. Just make sure you get some book smart men and stuff like that. You can get the same. Man, you ain't. You have to kind of figure out what works best for you. If you're, if, unless they, for example, get school online dating, right? Yes. Because that in itself has changed how we socialize in person. Right. Mm. First of all, if you're really trying to meet somebody and you're in a social gathering and you're on your phone outside, how are you gonna notice anybody in the room? True. How are you supposed to be able to show interest in that person and then show you interest in return? Right. Come on, we gotta think about our behavior and no, you're out right. There, right. And then also, if we're going to places like bars, clubs, lounges, what are you expecting to meet? You're you're literally inebriated that person's inebriated yeah. and then when you connect with them you're thinking you're really connecting and then when you talk to them so you're like wait a minute y'all talking about a whole bunch Straight. of nothing that, oh those are the words that's the words like, i know for me everything is funny for me when i'm drunk everything's so, fun and funny and, or not even that like i remember you used to be like let me see you in a clear light I'm just <laughs> Let me see you in a clear light, cause most of the time you talking to somebody in a dim light set in the dark. Clubs is always dark. Maybe the Casa glasses that you got on, that Casa amigos that you had, those three shots you had, definitely affected what you was thinking Ooh. was attractive. Yep. And when you're dead sober, it's something totally different. Cause you be like, Ooh. you're like, wait a minute, I talked to who and what and why? And why? And that's how you set yourself up. Like bars and clubs can't be. Well, some people clubs and lounges. That's to me, it's casual. Some people go to church too. Some people go to church too. Yes, you can go to church. And the supermarket. You can do networking. Yeah, networking. You can meet quality people at those type of events. Yeah. But that doesn't guarantee it. Right. So you have to go into things with real standards, real Mm -hmm. expectations, and expect the unexpected too. Oh yeah. Always. You have to expect the unexpected. It's very hard to date when you date with intention. I mean, I've done all the stages, right? Uh I was a person who was in a long-term relationship, so I went through all these phases and got into two serious long-term relationships. And being single again after those years of being committed, I understand now that dating with intention is going to be much harder. And don't settle just because somebody pops up and yes. This is the person that seems kind of like me, and I kind of like them, and you're not into it enough. Yes. And it's settle, I think, because of the fact that the whole thing that we were talking about before. The clock, the timeline, and and everything. Don't get me wrong. Even when I was little, I was like, by 25, I'm going to be done with school, graduated, completely married with my kids, my white picket fence, my dog barking in the background. I knew that this was going to be it, and that did not happen to me. And, and I, it doesn't happen to many people. No, and I think not it's more. No, not anymore. Not and I think anymore. it's also, like I said, putting in the work. Right. I think we have the mis, you know, the perception. And this comes to in general from what we see. Mm-hmm. Um, from what we see on TV or, you know, in real life. It's about putting in the work. And I think it's having those, you know, realistic conversations and knowing. And there is and not having the timeline because love can happen to you at all ages which is something that you know we'll be talking deeper about soon but it does it's not just capped out at age 25 to 30. i have seen people tell me they find a love of their life at the you know 50 and above yes 50 and above like you see it all the time and they're getting married and everything so my thing is we have to really like cut that out 
like cut out the, you know what, I'm at this age, I'm not going to be where I'm going to be at, or I have to hurry up and get that because what happens is you rush into it, like what you're saying, mm-hmm. and then you end up being miserable and unhappy, unhappy. And, and not, you know, and then back to square one again. Right. So my thing is you do what is best for you, as we yeah, always say, absolutely. Um, and what works for you. In your timing. When the timing yeah. is right, it will happen. But, because that was yeah. kind of like that, which we were talking about, the lady who just got married, she was 70 years old. Just I loved it. Yep, and I love it. And that's amazing. Love will happen at time when it's right, when mm-hmm. it's the right time for you. So the fact that you are out there yearning and looking for mm-hmm. it and stuff like that, you're not going to get your best quality. You're going to get whatever it is that's available but it's right like, Yeah, but it's like what T said. It's also doing the work. You have to do the internal work. And I think we need to promote that more as women. We have to do the internal work within mm-hmm. ourselves. Yes. I mean, men, I suggest you do the internal work no, as yes, well. Yes, but, you know, sure. goes both ways. Mm-hmm. But I have to say that because so many times we hear women, like, say, oh, my goodness, I want X, Y, and Z. Yeah. Or I want what you got. Right? And I'm yeah, like, look, no. and I always tell somebody, you don't want what I got. Not saying it in a bad way. Right. Because... I had to work to get what I have. And I had to build to get what I had with my person. So my thing is, everybody's relationship is different too. Because what may work for mine is totally, it won't work for yours. Yours is totally different and vice versa. So, and that's the point that, you know. Yeah, and they're only seeing what's on the surface. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Like, yeah, you're gonna only see what I'm wanting to put what out. What there? You don't understand that I just probably just cursed out my man like a couple they, of days ago because it's affecting doing something dumb. Yeah. But on the surface, I'm going to give you whatever it is that I want to give you, and that's the same thing goes to show as far as TV shows. We see yep. these happily mm-hmm. ever after things that are taking place. You don't know what has taken place behind the scenes. There's always a behind the scenes. Yes. Every relationship, every friendship as well, because we yeah. don't want to black that out. But yeah. As well, but in regards to dating, there's always like but it's also what and you're showing too exactly. let's not forget that because people will show you not um will show you the perfect picture of what the relationship is on social, social media and that's how you'll get like i want that mm-hmm. and you don't know what's going on behind the scenes exactly so now i understand what you mean by when, when i talk about everybody yeah yeah saying oh that's relationship goals that's mm-hmm. but no you want your own goals. You want to set your own goals yeah. in the relationship. If you want to, you don't want to mimic what somebody else is doing. You want to set the tone as far as something that feels good exactly. for both parties. And I say that because there was somebody I was following, and they, you know, this is in all seriousness, they was like train all the stuff then turn around you know it wasn't what it was it was like a serious situation that it was like wait a minute but you was like something was off and then the person like explained it well i was just trying to put up listen put up there no i'm not putting up nothing so that's why i respect some people that keep their relationships private in the eye of social media you really don't need to be knowing every move that I make with my family, honestly speaking, because that's a privacy type thing. Like whatever we put out on social media, you you know, yeah, it's the same thing on on this platform. I mean, we we spill everything here. But you know, but to a certain extent, we gotta be mindful of that too, you know, of what you want to see or display. But we're gonna give you honest. Yeah. But then we also have to keep in mind that there's also another factor in that transparent about things that has happened is also another person that probably doesn't want that information exactly so we have to also keep that into consideration as well you know but at the same time still being able to speak our truth mm-hmm. um and that's what i'm saying as far as like the online media and everything being there you post whatever it is that you want to exactly. post as if like your life is amazing and things like that that's fine that's fine if you want to post the video 
me like I just curse them out but that is Fine. okay but at the same time understand while you posting this stuff people become then invested so when they're asking you well, what happened to that and then you're coming back to like, oh mind your business it's kind of like well sis we're on episode 7 of your whole entire story that you've been <laughs> and I be and I be over here doing the back work <laughs> investigating right. so don't be doing nothing because I be over here investigating when I got some downtime right so why all of that or whatever the built up and everything yeah. so now when you go post I'm like okay what happened okay, what happened Ooh, somebody Why are you being so nosy it's not yeah. about nosy you gave me everything so now but, we invested I want to know what's going to happen to me too yeah exactly let me know what's happening here no, I'm but just, I know I'm, I'm being serious here I know but, but this is why you have to stop people have to stop taking stuff at face value yeah. on social media mm. and when you're thinking about I'm getting with attention what do I really want uh -huh. it shouldn't be what you're seeing on social media it Woo. should be what you come really on want. girl like, stop trying to mimic other people's relationships because it might not be the situation that you actually really want. Yes. I'm, I'm sorry, but You're that's right. just what happens a lot of times. Right. And a lot of people learn that the hard way. They're mm -hmm. like, I want this type of person because I see so-and-so with this kind of situation and she looks happy. How do you know that she's really happy? Are you close enough to that Boom. person to know whether they're really happy? Exactly. This is where, when dating with intention, you have to outline, what do I really want? But that also takes for you to know yourself. Exactly. One of the things about dating will, that it'll do is it'll teach you so much about yourself as a human being. Yes. Because sometimes people go into dating, they don't even know who they are. And then they're like, I want a life partner. It's like, how do you want a life partner? You don't, <laughs> don't know, know yourself. yourself. You don't know who you are. And then now you're trying to force somebody to accept you when you don't even know what it is that they're supposed to be accepting. Right. And I have to say, because that was me. I didn't know who I was or anything like mm -hmm. that because of the simple fact of me having such a strict household when I got out there I was yeah. just like alright I gotta learn this stuff as I go yeah. so I was one of those people where I'm just like okay I really don't know what I want what I do know what, what I do know that I want is companionship Yeah. I want somebody that at the end of the day I can come home to where I'm not lonely yeah. but then at the same time I was like there's more to it that I should be getting now as we get older now I have an understanding when I'm married but now I do understand I have an understanding of what I want what I, I know that I of me mm -hmm. and not not just saying that everything has to be on my partner that's not his responsibility to uplift me it's yeah. for me to uplift myself and exactly. be confident within myself so that way once both parties are confident i don't see there being an issue once both parties are being transparent and they're open and they're honest about what they both need what they both bring to the table then i don't see there being any issues completely of the of course every now and again in every relationship you're going to have to Bring here and there. That's what's gonna happen. Yeah. Naturally, as humans, we're gonna agree to disagree. Great. Things like that or whatever, and that's just the moment. Yeah. But it's on the basis of what exactly it is that you would be able to tolerate. As long as there's no aspect of disrespect, sure. then you should be able to get past it accordingly, and that's also in a friendship as well. You should be with mixing with so many different people, you're gonna have differences of opinions. And it's just a matter of how you're gonna navigate through it. Are you gonna be like, all right, I can't do this and take mm -hmm. out gracefully? Or are you gonna say, okay, there's gonna be a problem? Yeah. can't actually work perfect. So, you know, now that's like, that's what I was saying. Like, for me, you do need to understand yourself as far as what you're expecting of others as well as what you yeah. expect from yourself. Any baggage that you have previously, that no. has to be, unpack that baggage. Woo. Do whatever it is that you need to do. Unpack it. Do a lot of self-care. Take yes. time for yourself. Date yourself if you need to for mm -hmm. a certain mm -hmm. amount of time before you can give yourself hold to somebody yeah. else. I agree. And it's also okay to recalibrate. Mm -hmm. You could be dating with intention and feeling frustrated, like, this isn't working. Why isn't this working? It's okay to take a step back yep. and then reassess what your criteria is, how you're meeting people, all these other things. 
and then kind of have time to yourself mm-hmm. and recenter yourself. Yeah. Because you don't want to be dating and be frustrated. And sometimes inadvertently, you're displaying frustration about yes. why you're not at the place that you want to be at. And people see that. I don't think that yep. a lot of people understand that. It's like, it's, you can feel it. Like me personally, I am empath, so I feel everything. I feel mm-hmm. energy in a way different way. So when I'm meeting somebody, I can kind of feel and sense certain things about them, and it's unspoken. Yes. It's all like exuding off of their body, just energy. their presence. Yes. And it's okay to take a step back for a few months, six months, a year, if you need to do that, and then go back into it and try again. And sometimes you have to modify or tweak some of the things that you're doing. Exactly. Yeah. And that's okay. Like, that's also okay to do that. Because Please. Again, there's no timeline of when you'll have your flower. It will nope. happen when it's supposed to happen. And those people that try to rush mm. into making sure that they can have a partner, making sure that they can actually get married, as you see, nine times out of ten, they're still single to this day because they're rushing Ooh. for these things to take place. Come on, somebody. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm, <laughs> I'm just saying. Listen. That's usually, that's usually the case. That they're is. probably still single to this day. One, because they have such high standards for the next person. They haven't even, want, you know, figured out what they, what they have to do with themselves internally. So give me some thought of this time. They I'm just I know you say you're saying the right things. I mean, everything that has been said in this um, conversation today has been the right things. But the main thing that I take, you know, and I want to pinpoint is just doing the work for yourself Mm -hmm. because you have to do the work for yourself when you come to the table. And like if you want to come to the table, how you expect people to come to the table correctly if you're not coming to the table correctly. So I feel like, you know, we have dropped some major gems, but I'm gonna say my girl T came through <laughs> and came through with the conversation sure. today and dropped a whole bunch of gems and factors for us that I feel like you guys will love. Mm-hmm. And well, I love. hope everything that I've said <laughs> or the items that I've shared <laughs> is very helpful because if I had I known some of this stuff earlier on, yes. then it would have saved me some time, energy. You know, so, you know, just go into it with an open mind and an open heart. That's all I can tell yeah. you. And even if it does fail, just consider it as a learning experience. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then just stuff you up off and just trying again, whatever it is that didn't work the last time. Okay, remix it. Yeah. And go about it a different way. Really? Until you actually find it. So. I have to do a little bit. <laughs> well, I have to say I'm satisfied with this episode. I was about to say, you good? I'm good. And are, are you good? good? Yes. Thank you for having me, oh, ladies. Of course. Of course. And would you mind coming back if we wanted you to come back again? Of course. <laughs> of course. Anytime, okay. anytime. So once again, we want to thank everybody for tuning in. As always, we appreciate it so much. And remember that you can find us on all streaming network, ugh, networks and platforms. But I'm so excited about our next episode that we have coming up, which we're going to be talking about part two of dating, but it's with um, online dating. And uh, we get to bring on one of my favorites. Her name is Selena. Um, <laughs> Selena Cecilia, I probably got her Instagram name wrong, but I love her. I call her my um, mama on Instagram. So she definitely will be our next guest and we will be discussing her book. And if you have been following us, you know that we have a giveaway for a $200 Amazon gift card in regards to that about buying the book. Um, You have to, what, February 2nd? February 2nd to purchase the book and show proof of of you actually purchasing the book on your IG story. Make sure you tag our podcast on there. And I will automatically enter you for 
chance to win a $200 Amazon. Who doesn't like Amazon? Who does not I shop want on it. Amazon? Because I have things in my cart right now. That exactly. Can be utilized. I would also take it too. I know. <laughs> so all you have okay. to do is go to our link in our bio. That is her direct link for her personal mm -hmm. on Amazon. It is an amazing book. It's called it is. Bait and Switch. Yep. And it's about, you know, her experiences within online dating. Dating. So definitely be sure to pick that up. And on February 9th, it's when we'll announce the winner of who won what? that $200 Amazon gift card. So yeah. again, the rules have to purchase the book. Yep, and show proof that you purchased. Show proof of purchase because we know sometimes it, you know, yeah. Amazon. You know, yeah, and I know, you know for that book, um, it's you can get the paperback or or, or the Kindle version. Exactly. So the book is really good, and I can't wait to have her on. She's definitely excited to be nice. on. I know that, so you get to stay tuned for that. But make sure to follow us on all streaming platforms and network, which is Spotify, Spotify. Anchor, and my favorite platform of all, which is YouTube, <laughs> where you get to see us in the rare form and get to see all the reactions and the, <laughs> everything. So once again i'm andrea and i'm shaniqua and i'm shaniqua <laughs> and you are listening to so with this ring so definitely have a good one everybody enjoy we'll see you next time wednesday at eight bye, bye. bye. <laughs> hi this is shaniqua and you're listening to so with this ring